Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitch, your host with the most. We got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, y'all? Tell you what, of course, we've got Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, pocket protector, lab coat, spectacles on, Mr. Richard Hoskins. Hey, let's kick back on that pocket protector thing. <sighs> what is happening, Droop, West Virginia? He said that would be a pen holder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, guys. I tell you what, you know what we need to talk about? What's that? America's sports car. Oh, here we go. I knew you had old buddy over here in the corner for some reason. That's right. That's my buddy. And we got he's going to be a very special guest coming up. But I'm telling you, we're talking about American, America's sports car. You say that with a little oomph when you say it. Because it's America's sports America. 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 With some oomph. Oh. I don't See, know. I'm, I'm excited to be, be swayed. On well, this. well, and and uh, you might be might be swooned on it because lady, be. ladies love Corvettes. From <laughs> what I what I hear, they do love Corvettes. <laughs> they love Corvettes. <laughs> you got to say that with a slur. Ladies love Corvettes, <laughs> but Corvettes are a. I mean, I mean, honestly, everybody, every you can't hate a Corvette. You know, I can see people where they dislike. Oh, they sit low or they ride rough, but they handle it and they're fast. You sure? And they're sporty. Ooh. You love you are a closet hater is what you are. No, I'm very open with my hating of no, Corvette. No, yeah, exactly. You're open, but you know you're a closet Corvette lover. I think when you go home, mm. you like Google Corvette images when you're in the bathroom by yourself. Nah, yep. I think he does too. I think he does. Mm-hmm. I've seen his phone. I've seen his phone. <laughs> so bad, Professor. What do you think? What do you concur? Well, you know I love Corvettes. So, I mean. I, it, Kind of like you said about Cadillacs, I believe that every American man needs to own a Corvette at one point. Um, so, you know. Maybe, every man. Maybe next car might have to be a little plastic fantastic. For That's myself. what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've, I grew up in Corvettes. Like, I had, no, I had no choice but to like Corvettes, you know? Like, my parents raised me right. I like Corvettes. America. Apple pie. Bald eagles. Corvettes. Corvettes. <sighs> I like apple pie. You know what? I'm not the biggest apple pie fan, I'm but I not love either. Corvettes. I, I don't love it. I love the crust on an apple pie. Like the sugary part. I'm with I you. love that. Yeah, but I, I don't, I'm not really big on the apple part. I yeah. like peach cobbler and pickup trucks. See, I don't like peach cobbler either. I hate peaches, actually. I love peaches, but mm. I don't love them in cobbler. I've put on car shows in Gaffney. I was about to say, we've been in Gaffney together a long time. We know the mayor of Gaffney. I do know the mayor of Gaffney, which is Personal the peach friends. capital of the world. They may call Georgia the peach state, but Gaffney still pushes out more peaches than the state of Georgia. But I will say this, and for the record, that Rob Pitts does not care for peaches. Well, but I tell you what, he does care for ugh. those fiberglass fantasy rides, the Chevrolet Corvette. Mm. Look at Richard; he's getting all excited over there. 
You got that smile. Richard, what was the first year for the Corvette? First year of the Corvette was 1953, and they made, what, 300 of them? I think so. Had the Blue Flame 6 in it. And you got to think about it. The Corvette, you got to think about how revolutionary a sports car was. I mean, you got to think about it. They had foreign cars. You had little European cars that were sporty, but a true sports car, especially from an American car company. You got to think about it. You know, like Duesenberg and things like that made performance cars, you know, back in the day. But these things were big boats, you know? I mean, they were heavy. No, they were like 25 feet long also. Exactly. This is a little sporty car. I mean, like, they virtually made a market for this car. You know, and I mean, it was, and it was called the Corvette, which blows my mind, it was named after a small warship, right? Like a battleship or something, right? Yeah, it was a, it was a boat. I know that. So I, I wonder if it was it's made out of fiberglass. And that's another thing. You want to talk about being revolutionary. How about, you know, let's make plastic cars. And fiberglass was a bit of a novelty back then. I mean, uh, it wasn't easy to work with fiberglass. Uh, I don't guess that it's it's not easy to work with today. Yeah, still not <laughs> exactly. But but you know what I mean. I mean it's. I mean, and that was a cool thing. And we're talking about 1953. It blows my mind. And I mean, no matter how primitive the Corvette was, even with the six cylinder, it was a small car and it was peppy because you got to think about it, that same six cylinder was in a full size all steel car. Also, so I mean that's that's you got to think about it. Less weight makes more power. You know what I mean? So that's something to think about there. And then 1955, that's when the V8 got dropped in. That was the first manual, also, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I actually do think that was the first. Those first two years, the six-cylinder cars, I'm pretty sure, were all power glides. Yeah, two-speed power glides, which are pretty much dream crushers, (laughs) unless you're the drag strip. But the uh, the 55 Corvette. I mean, and that was a gorgeous car. I mean, it, it was an iconic styled car. I mean, it was a pretty car. But uh, I think probably the next years, when you start getting into the 56s and 57s, that's your just end-all, be-all Corvettes. Yeah, those, those, to me, that's when they really started to come into their own. And, and they also got, you know, the really big luxury items like windows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was a true roadster, and that's the thing people don't understand. You know, you hear people on all now, I drive a Mercedes roadster. No, you drive a Mercedes convertible, you know, or they drive a roadster. A roadster is a car with no windows. Right, and really the roof is just a in-case-of-emergency type thing. Yeah, like if you get caught in the rain. <laughs> I mean, like I had a 32 Ford Roadster. That means it has a windshield. The end. That's all the glass I had. And that's that's a roadster. It kills me when people call like, like the new Lamborghini roadsters. No, it's a it's a convertible. You know, it kills me. It's like drives me nuts. But so, but I mean, you got to think about how iconic these cars were. You know, they started throwing the chrome at them. You know, the coves on the sides, which they kept the cove all the way to 1962 on the Corvette. But uh, but I tell you what was weird though is how they actually did away with the two tone colors. On the coves in '62, just went one color. Yeah, you could actually order it though with a painted cove in '62. The '62 is kind of like a commercial for the '63. Well, it was the transition. You know, it already got the boat tail end, rear end on it, and I mean that's that's a cool car too. I I, I love a '62 Corvette. I think that's a gorgeous car. Oh yeah, got the you know the quad headlights up front, which you know 1958 everything went four headlight, but. 
I mean, quad headlights, just a good-looking car, most impossible car to get in and out of. If you're over five foot four, you're in trouble. I never realized how bad they were until I got into your dad's, and uh, that's the first time I've ever felt like a pretty big guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the thing is, my dad's not exactly a small guy, and he bought this thing and drove it home, and it's got a four-speed in it. Oh, man. But you got to think about it. I mean, and then they really started throwing some power at them in 1962. I mean, you have 327 in these things. This is no joke anymore. I mean, this these are you know, 327, 300 horse. Yeah, I mean, these are these are fast cars. That's why people died in car accidents back then. Like, it's literally like you holding your arm over a piece of fiberglass with 300 horsepower. I mean, yeah, think about this is, and the thing you got to think about how primitive they were, like suspension wise. I'm talking about this thing still has the same front end as a '53 Chevrolet, which is insane. And you got to think about it. These early Corvettes, these C1s, didn't have you know any of the independent rear suspension or anything that Corvettes are known for now. They didn't have any of that. I mean, basically, yeah, it was basically just a '53 Chevrolet in every sense of the word under the bottom. Still. Actually, probably a little older than that, probably about 49 Chevrolet, more more like it. But, uh, you know, like a knee action front end, I mean, there really wasn't much to it. Very primitive is, I guess, the best way to to call that. Drum brakes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Did they have uh, disc brakes on the front, at least? I no, they, they didn't have anything. Four-wheel for, disc, and it was 65. Right, well, first year for disc brakes, period, on a Corvette, and it went straight four-wheel from 64 to 65. Oh, wow. And actually, a few 65s even cut through with drum brakes. Which is we'll touch a little base here or touch base on that here in the next segment. I tell you what, guys, we're talking all about Corvettes right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Of course, we got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. Hello, guys. What up? And we got the professor himself, Mister Richard Hoskins. What is happening, handsome Eddie, New York? Handsome Eddie. You know who founded that place, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. What are you going to name it? I'm going to name it after myself. That's what would happen if somebody, thank goodness I didn't get to name a town. Come <laughs> on down to Handsome Rob. That's Ooh, a, there was a Handsome Rob in the Italian job. It was Jason Statham. How about that? Sorry, fun fact. <clears throat> Interesting. We could still name a town after you, though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's Handsome Rob. Come on down to Handsome Rob. It's a great <laughs> place. It's all Rob all the time, you know. Anyway. So we're talking about America's sports car. We're talking about the Corvette. And now, Richard, we were talking about disc brakes on the Corvette. That's right. So we had to abruptly stop for a commercial <laughs> break. Well played, sir. Well played. But, you know, this is when the Corvette became a game-changer car, in my opinion. 63, obviously, Zoroarkis Duntoff come into the picture. And, uh, you know, that's when Corvette really became a racing car. In 63, you got to think about independent rear suspension. The Grand Sport. Yes, sir. And then another thing you got to think about with the Corvette was the split window, which is probably one of the most iconic Corvettes ever made. I, I, I don't even think I'd say one of. I'd say probably the. the. I'd have to agree with you on that because somebody that knows nothing about Corvettes, really, that's the one that you think of. Well, and it is. And it's it's a very, I mean, of course, it's a one-year car. Yeah, and actually, it wasn't a very popular car because people complained about it a well, lot. Because it was a terrible idea, but it was so pretty. It looked great. It just didn't work good. It's kind of like having a glass fly swatter. It reminds me of. Uh, have you? Ever <laughs> it seen looks it? pretty. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie The Jerk? 
Yes. The split window is kind of like the opti grab. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. The opti grab. That's hilarious. That's a great movie, by the way. Steve Martin, the jerk. Definitely, definitely something you want to catch. It's on Netflix from time to time, actually. But the 63, very iconic car, very big money car, too. Those cars bring crazy money, especially when you got one that checks the right boxes. Obviously, no big blocks were available. There was no such thing as a big block in 1963. The only thing you had was a W motor, which never made its way into a Corvette. That was just in pallets and trucks, uh, the 409s and the 348s. So now, and I, th- I think that's the thing that tickles me. Everybody knows a small block Chevrolet for a small block Chevrolet. But actually in 1963, it wasn't called a small block Chevrolet. It was just a 327 because there was no big block to compare it to. Right. It was the big block. That's it crazy. Was, it was all the blocks. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I just think it's funny when you think of it like that. But so moving on through the years, you know, you I mean, you got to think about it. In 1963, they had a 300 and was it 350 horse? I know there was a 340 carbureted motor. That's one. what. Now, Dad's 63 convertible is a 340 carbureted. Okay. And then you had the 350 horse, which was the fuel motor. Yeah, that's Rochester, right. Rochester Mechanical Fuel Injection on it. And, I mean, it's funny. Everybody you talk to about this, you get a different story. Some people loved them. Some people hated them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, some people claim they run great. I, everybody else I heard they took them off put a carburetor on them. That's what I'd always heard is that most of them got replaced because they were so problematic. Right, and now they kept this all the way through, what when was last year for that, the mechanical fuel injection, like uh, 65? 65, I believe. Well, no. I think 65. I think 65 was last year for it. But then, 65, now that was a big game changer, keep in mind, we got disc brakes all the way around. We didn't start just the front, we put them on all four corners. But another thing that's really cool about the 65 was the first year for the big block. The 396 made its way into the Corvette. Now, that's a game changer all the way around right there. You know, a lot of your purists don't like the big blocks in the Corvette, especially your Grand Sport, your racing guys, because they think the power to weight ratio gets thrown off well, because it makes the front of the car so much heavier. Yeah, I mean, uh, around a racetrack, a well-built small block is going to annihilate a big block. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing. You can turn that small block so much harder than you can the big block. But... But the big block makes torque. That small block is really hard for it to make very easily. So there's advantages to both sides of it, you know. I mean, but you also, a big block Chevrolet weighs 300 pounds more than a small block. Right, and it's all on the front axle. Exactly, it's all on the front end. And it's so much physically bigger, too. I mean, it's just like it's like a giant lump on the front of the car. Another thing, too, is it also runs hotter. It runs warmer yeah. than the, usually a typical small block. So now you have heating problems and something like that. But... You know, you got to think about it. And then these displacements got bigger and bigger. In 65 or 66, you could actually get a 427 big block in your Corvette. And then we got to think about it. I mean, this motor also carried over into the Chevelles also. But they were throwing tri-power setups at the vets on top of it. This is the thing that always tickled me is a guy was actually talking about why did they run multi-carburetor setups back in the day. And it's because they didn't have a single four that was big enough. Right. But right. one four-barrel carburetor operates way better than three. But they didn't have one big enough. Well, they did a lot of overkill on the carburation on all the cars back then. Uh, like, you know, Carroll Shelby, even out to bring up the Mustang, but put the 715 CFM, where honestly the whatever Auto Light 4100 that was on there was a really better carburetor for the engine. Right. It was just overkill. Well, and I mean, I don't know. I guess their I guess their thought was more was better. 
But the uh, you know the, the, the tri power setup. Another thing too is that sold engine packages with oh, yeah. the tri power setup. Or the Turbo Fire 327. You know, I mean, it was... It sounds cool. It, uh, I mean, it was, it was the name game all the way around. And, I mean, the trap well, it made its way into the C3 vet. You know, so, I mean, you got to think about it. Of course, C2s were very, very hot cars and very, very blue-chip collectible cars still to the day. I mean, you can't even get into a C2 vet for less than forty grand anymore. No, and that's a, you know, non-matching number. Yeah, that's a dog. Down yeah. Driver. yeah, exactly. And, I mean... Yeah, if you get one for under forty, it's sitting in the woods somewhere, like in the forest, <laughs> in a cave with a bear in it. Oh, that'd be awesome! <laughs> <laughs> Protected by a bear. He was just a club. Uh, was just a little cub when we left it here. I gotta say, man, that's I don't like the Corvettes, but I do like the first two generations, just because I respect them for what they are. Breezy, do you hear this? I'm listening. I'm yeah, listening. I just respect. I don't like Corvettes, but I kind of like. I got respect like for him. He's sticking his foot in. But it's amazing. His toes in the water. It's amazing how much they bring. Well, I mean, because you got to think about it. It's a very popular car. I mean, it's 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 that car that everybody. Something I heard. You know, I dealt, I've dealt with a lot of old timers in the collector car stuff. If your daddy had money, he bought you a Corvette. If he was a working stiff, you got a Chevelle. So everybody dreamed they wanted the Corvette, but they could afford the Chevelle. So they might have got a Chevelle, but they always wanted a vet. And so now they've got the money, and these cars are bringing that money now. But see, I'd rather have the Chevelle. Exactly. Well, see, and that's just where everybody's different. I tell you what, we've got a super guest here in the studio. Guys, you're definitely not going to miss it. Stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Of course, we got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. Hello. What's happening, y'all? And we got the professor himself, Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What is happening, Goofy Ridge, Illinois? Goofy Ridge, Illinois. I think my ex-wife's from there. (laughs) Pretty sure half my family is. I'm telling you. All right, guys, we're talking all about Corvettes this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. You know what? We're talking about Corvettes, but where do you go get a Corvette? Where's that at? Vet City. That's where you go get a Corvette. The Vet City. The Vet City. That's the town you need to be calling out, Richard. That sounds like a place where you might be able to find a Corvette. You know what? I'd be willing to bet this guy could put you onto it. Mr. Barry Blakely, welcome to the studio. What's going on, man? Rob, thanks for having me in the house, man. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. So now, let me give you a little background on Mr. Barry Blakely. Barry Blakely is Mr. Corvette in the big town of Seneca. He, uh... They they sell some some awesome Corvettes there. I mean, they got all kinds. It's like a big kid toy store. Like I walked in there and it was like one of those huh moments. <laughs> like I've seen some beautiful things, but his garage, I'm pretty sure, is what heaven looks like. Yeah, I got mean, a big barn full of Corvettes. A huh? barn. F- yeah. I want to tell you something. You could have a barn full of blondes, and I would have not been any more <laughs> excited than than that barn full of Corvettes. Like I have serious. I have dreams. About your garage, your barn, Richard. You truly missed out on the photo shoot. Yeah, man. I want to. I'm, I'm gonna have to get up to Seneca. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, is there also a barn full of blondes that is there? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just Corvettes. Okay, all right. Well, but I want to tell you something. In the long run, a lot less problems. A lot less. <laughs> so anyway, Barry. So we're talking Corvettes this week. 
And tell us a little bit about Vet City and all the cool things you guys have to offer. Rob, thanks for letting me join in on the Corvette conversation. Seriously, um, uh, Vet City and Seneca, man, we've been fooling with Corvettes for four or five years now, maybe even longer. Uh, my business partner and I, Jared Wilson, um, we buy and sell Corvettes. All from We go all over the southeast and, and try to buy the best Corvettes we can and uh, turn them around here in the upstate. Uh, we specialize in C5, C6 Corvettes. That's our uh, sweet spot, but man, I've got a I've got an affection for C4 Corvettes like yourself. That was my first Corvette, man. That's the, that's the entry level Corvette. So anybody kind of like in our age bracket, yes. that's your that's that's how you start. You don't just because you think you can box. I don't mean you step in the ring with Ali and go straight to a C7 right. or a C6. You got to get that C4. You know what I mean? You got to you got to earn your ropes. You know what I'm saying? My first Corvette was a 1994 teal green. C4. I ended up putting C6 Z06 wheels on this car, and it looked killer. Those cars, man, still have a place in uh, Corvette lore. They have a place in my heart. That's where they're at. I love C4 Corvettes, and I had a 95 six-speed mm-hmm. LT1 vet. Had my red rookie stripes on the fender. That's that's a half-two. Black on black, and I had the Z06 wheels on mine, the black Z06 wheels. I love that thing. Black out tail lights. It was the 90s, but I'm just saying. <laughs> But it was cool. Just take my word for it. But I love these cars. But now, so now Vet City, so like if you want to go online, you go to vetcity.net, and you can look at your entire inventory, and you got a little more in Corvettes over there. That name's not telling all the way <laughs> the truth. That's true. Vetcity.net's the place to go. You can find uh, vets. Of course, we do 90% of our business in Corvettes, but we also do some um, CTSV Cadillacs. We like the Pontiac G8s. Uh, some of that stuff, you know, that's got got that uh, GM LS power. Well, I mean, and this is the thing. They got the heart of a Corvette. That's exactly right. But, I mean, this man come rolled up in a 650-horsepower Caddy. Talk about going fast with class, Richard. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and slap my car when we get done. <laughs> I tell you. So, Barry, so, like, where your customers come from? They come from all over the country. We ship cars all over the country. You wouldn't believe it, man. I've it, The power of the Internet these days, you know. Um, we're all over the place. Of course, vetcity.net. We're all over Facebook. We're on Craigslist. I know you guys do the Craigslist deal. Oh, yeah. Um, we're just all over the place, and people come near and far. Uh, we've sent cars in the last three or four months. We've sent cars to Washington State, to Utah, to Missouri, Louisiana, Florida. That's just to name a few. Well, you got to think about, you know, and I've got a used car background, and, and Richard has a used car background. We, you know what I'm saying? We are so lucky having clean, nice used cars in the southeast here. Because you got to think about all these guys up north and, and things like that, you know, out in the Rust Belt. I mean, that's the thing. These cars, nice used cars are not a thing up there. So, I mean, like, you know, like used car lots here don't exist up there and things like that. And because of the Internet now, they want to find their dream Corvette and come right down here to God's country here in South Carolina. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what I call Seneca. That's my hometown, man. That's what that's I'm saying. Uh, Seneca, Seneca is. <laughs> and you don't go to Seneca unless you're going there for something, right? Yeah, for the lake. There, there you go. Lake Kiwi, Lake Hartwell. We got them both over yeah, that's there. That's right. You, you got bodies of water down. But the good thing about Seneca is, and the good thing for our business is, we're two hours from Charlotte. We're two hours from Atlanta. We're two hours from Columbia, South Carolina. And we're an hour from Greenville. So people can get to us easy. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's easy to find. And, I mean, that's the power of the Internet, though, because now you're bringing people from all over. They can fly in cheap, drive their dream Corvette home. There you go. 
So, I mean, you guys got financing and all that stuff where you can help them with that and all that. Got financing lined up through Lightstream. Sweet. Yep. Sweet. And that's the thing about these cars is, you know, you, I mean, what's, you know, you got people buying their dream car. This is their very first Corvette. Like, I can only imagine the feeling. I love putting somebody in their first collector car or their first hobby car. And because I don't, I don't want to tell you something. An old man told me this a long time ago. Once you own a Corvette, you will always own a Corvette. That's right. You right. and I both remember our first Corvettes, the way it felt. It wasn't my first car, but it was my first Corvette, and I still remember that car. Exactly. It's, it's one of those things that it just gets you by the heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like your first love, your first Corvette, which my first Corvette was way better looking than my first love. <laughs> but, I mean, and that's the cool thing about these cars is, you know, and what we're getting at, these cars – no matter if you like them, you hate them, you still have to respect them. That's right. You, you guys have been talking about Corvettes, I know now, uh, for a bit. And, you know, you and I have talked about it off air that growing up, so many little boys, including myself, had that Corvette poster on their wall. The one I had was about 1992-ish, and it had that till green C4 in the middle, and it was surrounded by every year, and it told about every the details about every one of those cars that— cubic inch displacement and the horsepower that a 1953 had in a 54 and all the way up to the new one, which at the time would have been about a 92 for me. I had a poster in my bedroom. It was a red 85 that, look, it was floating in the clouds in my bedroom. And, like, that's how I went to sleep every night with a C4 Corvette over my head. That could explain a lot. But you know what I'm saying. But, I mean, and that's these cars. These cars are dream cars. They really are. And, I mean... Love it or hate it, like, and I said it, I've said it once, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it a million times after this. The Corvette is the only sports car that is actually affordable for everybody. I mean, there's a generation of Corvette to fit ver- next to homeless. There's a, there is a, I mean, there's a butt for every seat with there, a Corvette. There's a price point for yeah, exactly for, for everyone, and that's what I love about the Corvette. And the thing is, no matter which Corvette, there's no such thing as a bad one. Like, you still have a vet. And I was talking about, like, you know, being the kid cruising around the vet. It's that guy with a Corvette. You know, that's who you become. That's exactly I love it, man. And and, and I love, I tell you, one of my favorite things about buying and selling Corvettes, the sales part of it, I get so many people in that say, man, I've always wanted one. I've always wanted one. I've heard that story over and over and over. And I get to be a part of giving them that first Corvette. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you're, you're part of the story now. You know, and, and that's what I love about it because this is somebody's dream car. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, when they buy a Corvette, they end up buying another one. Yep. I'm sure you've sold several, a couple of Corvettes or the next one. We take them back in on trade, upgrade them to the again. next body. Well, yeah. and, that's, and that's the cool thing about it. I mean, it becomes a hobby. They go to cruise ins. It's not just a car, it's a lifestyle. That's right. It is. It is. And part of that lifestyle, I want to segue into our Corvette show. We do twice a year, Vet City. Puts on a Corvette show twice right. a year. We call it Corvette. Uh, we call it Corvettes at Kiwi. That's right. September twenty second. That's right. You'll be there. I will be there. That's exactly right. I I, miss it, it for we're the excited world. about that. Definitely having you there. It won't be your first time there either. No, it won't be my first time there. I want to tell you something. You say Corvettes and Kiwa, I will be there. <laughs> Corvettes at Kiwi. You can at find Kiwi. that on Facebook. Um, that's the best way to get information on that show. And we'll be sure to post that up on the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page also. And we just really want to invite. Anybody and everybody, whether you have a Corvette or not, it's a great time to come out. We have people from all over. We'll have people from Greenville here. We'll have people from uh, Hendersonville, North Carolina. They've got a club up there that comes down. The Charlotte Club is coming down. We've got folks from Atlanta, from Augusta. So all over, it turns out to be a great event right on the lake there, Lake Kiwi and Seneca. 
at uh, the Lighthouse Restaurant. So I love uh, it. It's a beautiful place to have a 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Exactly. It's a beautiful place to have a car great show. Great setting. Then, yeah, it is a great setting for it. And the thing is, and then you decorate it with beautiful Corvettes. That's exactly right. Yep. I'll tell you another thing about Corvettes that I think is funny. I've actually put a friend of mine, he just bought a C6 recently, and he said, yeah, I'm not going to do a whole lot with it. I said, I bet you within a week you'll order something for it. Next thing you know, he shows me his new floor mats, embroidered floor mats. Of course. It's a sickness, I'm telling you. I love it. All right, guys, we got a break for a commercial break. But, Barry, I want to thank you again for coming out and tell us all about Vet City. And, guys, be sure to check out Corvettes of Kiwi September 22nd. Thanks for having me, Rob. Anytime, anytime. Guys, we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour coming your way right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I tell you what, how about our old boy, Barry? It was a lot of fun having studio. Uh, he was awesome, and uh, he just he sounded like he was just made to be here. I'm telling you, Barry's like one of the team over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to bring him back up to try to get me to turn the page, man. My page is still not turned. I'm telling you, we are going to convert you. You're going to be wearing, like, one of them Corvette jackets. You're going to get you one of them Corvette. Are we going to get a tattoo? Two in that sleeve somewhere uh-huh. with a Corvette. We I ain't got no more room. Well, what, we can wedge a little room in there. What Smitty doesn't realize is this weekend we're going to go by Vet City because I'm interested to see this place. It's very cool. Y'all need to check it out. I'd love to go down there. I don't want to have you down at Corvettes of Kiwi, too. Yeah, we'll, so we well, gonna, yeah, we'll be there. We're going to get this boy hooked. Boy yeah, we did that one last year, and that <laughs> one was amazing. That is a pretty cool show. Mm-hmm. See, see, what you got to do is you got to reel them in. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? You got to roll it. can't just be crazy with it because you got to set the hook and just bring them in, you know? <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're driving a Corvette. Man, all the Corvettes I'm going to say I actually like are the new ones, and they got to be the top of the line. And my pockets ain't top of the line, so I can't afford to like a Corvette. I told you to get a second job. See, see that's I'm going to get three. <laughs> that, I mean, you know. Killing me. <laughs> killing me. Killing me. Killing me. I mean, saying you don't like Corvettes because you like top of the line ones, you can't afford top of the line. I like Rolex watches. That don't mean I hate telling time. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm getting? I mean, Professor, enlighten this child. Uh, yeah, well, especially you know, as far as looks go and numbers go, and you know, bragging from a desk. Yeah, the real big dog ones are great, but honestly, I'd rather live with a base one every day. And I understand that, and and I don't hate all is that, Corvettes. Is that, and now, Richard, now is do I take the same advice from this? Kind of like what's that song? Was it "Make an Ugly Woman Your Wife"? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> you know the 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 lowly uh, only four hundred and seventy horsepower one is probably going to be a better car to live with day to day. I mean, See, I even got that wrong. It's like the Laura Engel version. <laughs> the Laura Engel version. The Laura Engel. We're talking about Little House on the Prairie, guys. Yeah. Google it. It's worth it. <laughs> Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, that was actually a good show. You remember that show? I did love that show. I loved it, too. I, I closet loved that show. I act like I hated it. Remember the little blonde hair girl that was so mean? She was my favorite. I had like a man crush on her from way back. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me and her like two. Like, if I was a female, that's, the, that's what I would be. No, you're too sweet. Oh, like sugar. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, back to Corvettes. Ba- back to Corvettes. Get the hose. Get what? <laughs> Do we need to get the hose again? You probably don't have to. <laughs> you caught me. You caught me off guard, Professor. <laughs> he caught us all off guard you on need that. To, you need to clarify. <laughs> you know, if I get an email, I'm forwarding it straight to the professor. Is anyone else getting lightheaded? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway, 
Okay, enlighten me some more on some Corvettes. So now, so you would take a base model vet? I would. I mean, if I had to drive it every day, then yeah, I would far rather have a base model vet than like a ZR1 or a Z06. So it's the same as so many other like sports car brands. Uh, Porsche is the same way. I mean, you're not going to drive a GT3 to work. I mean, I would. Uh, it, it would get old in a hurry, I think. No, I'm late. I, I live the closest out of everybody that I work with. I live the closest to work, and I'm still 15 minutes later every single morning. If I had that, I'd make it on time. I'm gonna fit on a secret. Paul Walker had a Porsche too. You see what happened to him? <gasps> just oh think if he was driving. Don't. A, why you gotta bring Paul in just this? Just think <laughs> if he was driving a Corvette. Just saying. Just he wouldn't have been going fast enough to hit that tree, probably. Whatever. Thank you, Smitty. He would have been you. going so fast, he would have probably jumped over the tree. Jumped okay. the tree? He would have jumped. Go, go, the... gadget up over it. I'm telling you. We just lost half of our listenership. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so I'm so shook, I'm going to have to go stand off in the corner. If he was in that. a Corvette, he would have, he would have like, instead of an ejection seat, he would have flew out on a bald eagle. <laughs> And he would be in Fast and Furious 34. And once again, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, and then they would be able to make Fast and Furious 34 without all this whatever special effects. Just saying. But see, Richard, I'm going to have to go against you with the base model, man, because I need resale value. Well, yeah, I mean, we got to (laughs) take money out of the equation. But even at resale value, I mean... The one that costs three times as much is still going down at the same percentage rate. I mean, and I'll tell you this something else. I mean, another thing you got to think about, having a Corvette, no matter what year or model or make it is, it's still a Corvette. Hate to be like the guy that's got like the old 2002 BMW or the 190E Mercedes. You mm. still got a Mercedes. Yeah. Right, right. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know what I mean? You're still rocking a vet. Kind of like the guy that's got an 81 Porsche 924 that he paid $1,800 for. Still rocking a Porsche keychain. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, have I told you about my Porsche? My Porsche. Your my Porsche? Porsche? My Porsche. Now, I like I like the first two generations. Like I said, I respect them for what they were. And I started kind of coming around kind of liking the C5 and on. Eh? It's just the Batmobile notice, ones, dude, that I cannot notice, stand. So, so you notice... So you notice this. So we like the first two generations, and now we've got them like in the last two generations. Well, I said that this. I said the same thing on the last uh-huh. Corvette show we had when we was talking what four. You see, I think one more Corvette show, and we're gonna have them. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna start eating at the metal. One yeah. more Corvette show, well, and, and I might be at the house. You're telling me you're talking. And see, it's so funny that you call it the Batmobile ones. And and that's that's the whole reason why I, I hate them. I want to fill you in on a key story here. A key thing here I want you to understand. My ex-wife used to call my Corvette the Batmobile. Keyword, ex-wife. Ooh, wow. that means you're going to be his ex-friend. I'm just saying. Because she told me, she said, I hate that car. I said, you know what? You keep that up, the car's probably going to outstay you. And it did. <laughs> By years. Also, Years. bear in mind that the Batmobile is awesome. Yeah, the Batmobile is. I mean, if Batman was here, I ain't saying I wouldn't shake his hand. But where's the guns that's shooting out of your vets? Well, you can put them in there, Smitty. Yeah, you got to no. provide your but own. But see, now I'm having to pay 40 grand for this car, Five and I'm going to have to pay 50 grand worth of guns. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait. And wait, then wait, it wait, don't wait. even come with a utility belt. Smitty, I'm married to you. You're a mini trucker. O'Reilly's you, knows you by heart. Your, your, your utility, this is true. Your utility you, belt would have zip ties in it. Yes. Zip ties and airline fittings. Yeah, mm. you spend more money on that truck than you would on the stinking Corvette. So the you're good. Get Corvette. you a Corvette. 
The stinking Corvette. I still don't want a Corvette. Man, when your wife tells you to get a Corvette. That doesn't happen very often. Mm, yeah. That's no, like that's, go against it. That's like somebody, I mean, I really, really think this next commercial break is a long one. We need to check your temperature because I think you're running a fever. Well, I'll take, seeing how she just told me to buy a Corvette, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that Corvette money and I'm going to put it in my truck. Yeah, not happening. Oh, yeah. No, you done gave me the money. No, 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 Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. We're going to call that. No, we'll, she gave we'll you. We'll even call the Chevy pickup a Chevy Corvette pickup. Truck. Yeah. No, no, no. She gave you like a Corvette coupon. I've got a coupon. I've got I did enough, give you a coupon. The coupon. I've and got y'all, y'all look at our Instagram and Facebook this weekend when we're at Vet City and <laughs> looking Corvette, at Corvettes. Corvette voucher. Yeah, but I've got enough fiberglass inside my truck to be considered a Corvette. Yeah, but it's not a Corvette. It's not the same. It's not America's sports car. Richard, talk some sense to this, man. Man, I'm with you guys. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love your truck, but uh, you, know, you can you can have both. You heard Bree? <laughs> no, because see. She, she didn't mention that part, but uh, see, I'm just trying to help you out here. Yeah, but as soon as I get this Corvette, guess who's going to be driving it? Well. <laughs> exactly. So Josh that's, got that's a Corvette. You. But no, actually, now Josh, it's, it's actually Josh had a Corvette. Exactly. Think, now it's Breezy's Corvette. That's why you put a ring on it, baby. Oh, I'm going to tell you something, sis. I think you look kind of hot in one. I, I think I would, too. A new one. I, I take a new one. See? See? Now it went from just a Corvette to the new Corvette. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting base model. I mean, I, Richard, I understand your whole daily di- driver thing, but I'm not getting base model. I'm not a base model girl. Right. I, I'd bells, whistles, Batman guns. <laughs> Ejecto, Cito, cuz, whatever. It's going to be in that car. Which, I mean, we're going to have right, to fight so over the new harder. Corvette because I do like the new Corvettes. You know what? And that's the cars I don't really care for that much. They're okay. I mean, I see the cool in them, but it's store bought. It's store bought, but it just, the mm. the lines and the tail lights, I mean, it's sharp, dude. You know what gets me? What? These commercial brakes. Man, they don't pay us enough that's for sharp. commercial brakes. I'm telling you, it's killing me. Guys, I tell you what, we got a lot more hot rods and happy on. We're talking Corvettes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.